0: This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute
1: Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. But we're here. We're in the studio. You can text the show at last, after um, eighteen long weeks. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. Uh, You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. But I long to hear from you because, my goodness me, I have missed the old textings and uh, emails, etcetera, etcetera, etcetera. So yeah, we're back in the studio. Welcome back, guys. Hello, it's good to see you. Welcome back, boys. I noticed that. I I watched you uh, park the car and then you met Al. Oh, oh, there we go. No, no, I wasn't going to mention that. I've (laughs) actually... You know my parking has always been bad. I noticed yesterday it's got worse because I haven't been parking enough during lockdown.
2: You see, I was conscious of parking the car without watching as the motoring correspondent and someone who's driving I respect.
0: Oh, thank you. But mine has deteriorated a lot in lockdown also. I think...
1: Is it safe on the road? Oh, that's what I was
0: <laughs> wondering actually.
1: But I think your walk has changed in lockdown. I is it. that right? It was very Liam Gallagher the
0: walk, you know, the feet out to the side <laughs> and the side. Oh well, side. that doesn't sound good posturally, does <laughs> it? We're
1: living. We sort of live in
0: Manchester. No, I do live in Manchester. Oh, oh,
2: yeah. you've been noticing think... his walk, my parking. You're oh, the, twitching the curtain. I'm very
0: excited that we're back. <laughs> you might have just witnessed a little bit of sciatic pain and me compensating for it. I don't know. Oh, that's not as not as rock and roll. Is it? Not as rock and roll. You're right. <laughs> I should say that um, we are taking all full
1: precautions in case you think um, we have cast caution to the wind we have not. I am doing this show in, um, I'm in the studio but I'm wearing a 1980s Podsy Bear Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) outfit complete (laughs) and I'm speaking through the right Eye hole, yeah, so that the eye bandana catches
0: yeah. any uh, globules. I'm in a hazmat suit that I got on eBay. Yeah, it's. um I didn't know they did them in pink,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dressed as the uh, White Power Ranger.
1: There oh we go. yeah, yeah, it's all. So we're, we're being careful. I mean, I th- we were. I, I don't know about you guys, but I was thinking, oh, well, it's kind of gone now, COVID. So it would be yeah. great. And yeah. then after yesterday's press conference, I feel like I'm surfing into work on the second wave <laughs> <laughs> today. But it's been, uh, it's been a great leveller. I, like, I had to make my own breakfast at home this morning. <laughs> Usually I'll get oh. it when I come in. I had to drive myself in. Oh, how did you Frank's find that? going to will drive, cell? Oh, I can't. I mean, I was up all last night erecting a makeshift antenna <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, Golden Square building because the, the other one was uh, the cobwebs, basically, <laughs> made it unusable. Um, driving in was interesting. I think what was interesting about driving in, there is a route from my house to Golden Square, which for me is the route. Right. The route I would always drive. Oh, yes. No drivers, no yes. professional drivers take it. And I have always assumed, well, I suppose Satnav tells them to go another way and they follow Satnav because they don't, you know, they, mm. right. why wouldn't they? So I drove my route today and How Satnav it? absolutely agreed with me throughout. Wow. So I don't know what they're up to.
0: I don't know what they're what they up to. First show about Vindicated. Vindicated. It's great for you, at you. last. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: and don't forget this morning's uh, first text in, what did you do with your wedding dress? <laughs> we, um, <laughs> now, until I asked that, I was watching uh, a TV show and it, the cameras went into uh, someone's home. You know, not a celebrity home, just someone's home.
2: Still still not decent, God-fearing people, yeah, are they? Yeah! I
1: mm-hmm. don't <laughs> mind that. You know, I drive myself into work and make my own breakfast. Um, but... Um, in their bed, they were just talking about how they had their house done and stuff. And one thing that wasn't referred to much was in the in one room was a mannequin wearing the woman's wedding dress. Oh. now is yeah, that really? is that a thing that people do, or is that a, uh, an unusual thing?
2: I'd say um, it's borderline unhinged. I've
1: never <laughs> seen that before. It's extraordinary. It is. So um, I'd love to tell me what you did with your wedding dress. If you've got it on a mannequin, I'm not saying you're a bad person. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've got some
2: diet, Frank. You know, there's a vogue for that, isn't there? You dye it red or black and turn it into evening wear.
1: Oh, clever. I can imagine dying one black and wearing little fingerless (laughs) gloves for a slight gothic look. Can you imagine that?
2: Helena Bonham Carter always needs a nice dress. But Mm -hmm.
1: I'd say probably once you're married, your gothic (laughs) days are gone, aren't they?
2: (laughs) Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I think, Frank, we've had an outside world. We've had a number of outside worlds. Uh, Welcome back, everyone. In response to your where is your wedding dress, or Mm -hmm. words to that effect, Mm -hmm. you asked, 718 has come back with a fabulously retro response. Mm -hmm. The wife's wedding dress, note the wife, loving this work already, is in the garage. 25 years last week, I'd be out by now.
1: Oh, oh it's that, is that yeah. joke. He's yeah. gone for that now, one. Now, can I say that joke has been modified? Because it used to be Max Bygraves, <laughs> uh, the popular yeah. entertainer, said to me, I've been married 38 years. The uh, the great train robbers didn't get that long. <laughs> but I don't think the great train robbers now, I don't think you can... Uh, no, you're right. It's not an easy... I don't think they're in the criminal seat anymore, are they? no. No. I don't know who he is, but, you know. Um, But, yeah, it's... uh, But the way you said the wife's wedding dress is in, that suggested that his wedding dress is somewhere else.
0: Yeah, that's in the loft, yeah. That's the marriage that she doesn't know about. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder... Patrick Troughton, apparently, the uh, second... Uh, Doctor Who
2: 15 minutes in had, um, and already
1: <laughs> Troughton I, I, mean, I hope I don't do him wrong on this but I think he had two separate households you know those people who have two ooh. separate households that the other ones don't know about Wow but I mean I think I mean, to be we, fair cra-
2: that's quite an accusation yeah. if it's not correct
1: well to be fair one of them was in 1875 <laughs> no, awesome. Um I will, obviously, if, if it's incorrect, I, I, I take it back. Souls. All due
0: apologies. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind admitting I'm struggling with the bills on one house. I know. I let mean, alone and the to, not just the two. bills, but just the hassle. I the mean, the memory. The memory. Do you know,
2: I'd find that very reassuring if I was Mrs. Cockpool. No offense.
0: <laughs> He's too you stingy are never to be going to do that because you
2: would never pay for the bills on two houses.
0: You're absolutely right. Well, in right. my
1: wilder days, which I'm not <laughs> proud of, obviously. Um, I, I went out with uh, five women simultaneously at one point and the the, ad, the admin... I mean, am I going to do legend? Is it always that <laughs> to me
0: to say legend? No, but it's, it's the admin a, it's does a, sound a nightmare. It's a,
1: a stressful. Of course, looking back, I realise it was my way of um, avoiding commitment to any of those people. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that out of the way, I think. <sighs> Look forward to the tribunal. Mind you, I love a tribunal. Never do you feel more the centre of attention. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gout, we was talking about earlier, me and Al. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we had a gout chat. Yeah, somebody brought up gout. I don't know where we... I think it was on the radio. Oh, yeah, I think there was a... Oh yeah, um, Matt Berry, the voice of Absolute Radio, did a did a jingle about gout in the knee and then we debated whether you can get gout in the knee. I've, I've never had it. And gout is one of the great triggers. You know, there are certain triggers that you can say something and you, if there's three people in the room, or even two, one of them will say something about you. Mm-hmm. And if you say gout, someone will always say oh, I very pi- very painful <laughs> as if there aren't there's a whole array of things that are very painful but for some reason gout is in the very painful chair mm-hmm. can i
2: say who is in the gout chair i would say it's my man
0: henry the eighth
2: he's still there i yeah. would argue there have been no pretenders to that particular gout throne
0: yeah the only other people i know that have had it are, are not at Henry VIII level of fame. So they're not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mother in law, I think she's <laughs> had it. For me. <laughs> I'm
2: Bob Monkhouse. I'm sorry, me, Dawson.
0: It's the older guy in the Laurel
1: and Hardy film Perfect Day. Oh, yeah. Who has the classic bandaged foot, oh, the heavily, oh, yeah. ba- which at one point the dog starts fighting with and oh, stuff yeah. like that. How wonderful. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm okay at being back so far.
0: Yeah. Welcome
1: back. Yeah, I was a bit nervous this morning. Were you? Yeah, the driving oh, mainly. It's good. It keeps no, you on I'm because I'm, I'm, right the, I'm there on my own, but you know, I just I don't know. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. It's not. <laughs> I found I didn't think Boris Johnson gave me the pep talk I wanted pre return no. to studio. A bit let down. He's supposed to be supporting small businesses. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
0: You uh, you opened up a, a text in about what did you do with your wedding dress mm. earlier. Yeah. Something yeah. I've often wondered because a lot of money is spent on a wedding oh, dress yeah. and then often just gone. Well, mm. 642 was sent as a message which um, has... Various chapters in it. After a couple of years of marriage and going through a rough time, I decided I would never need the dress again, and I would never get married again, and I very unceremoniously stuffed it in the wheelie bin. Ooh. I wonder what the dustman thought. Anyway, we we're still happily married 36 years on, so it wasn't an omen from Della in Camberley. You see, if I was in a marriage that was going badly, I'd hold on to the wedding <laughs> yeah, <day>. yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> your only real chance
1: of using it again. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, you know, you arrive at different conclusions.
2: Well, you know, all know what I would opt for, as I've said many times on this show, forgiving white trouser suit, very <laughs> second marriage with Frank, oh. to um, angry stepchildren.
0: Nice. <laughs> giving <laughs> you
2: evils. We've also got uh, Eileen, oh, come on, um, <laughs> from Leeds. Morning, Frank, Alan, and Emily D. Uh oh, says so mm-hmm. some praise which I'm gonna uh leave out. In answer to the wedding dress question, mine was made into my daughter's christening gown. It was oh. never gonna Continuity. be worn again. So it seemed a good idea. Continuity.
1: You now you can have this is multiple choice. We they go, Oh, lovely or, oh cheapskate.
2: <laughs> Guess <laughs>
1: which side I fall on. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Aww. you could care, maybe that could eventually actually I wonder if people inherit wedding dresses so you wear your mother's wedding dress oh. or your father's I think I've sorry I think i got away with it don't worry <laughs> producers holding up a sign saying uh, expand <laughs> but I think I'm okay oh, it's difficult times um yeah um so mm, what I was going to say is mm. uh um, something I've forgotten, so I'll say something else. OK. I, um... Oh, I tell I, I, I'm stressed. I understand. I, I feel like a French resistance, um, radio operator. Oh, on the, yeah, on the... Oh, risking everything yes. for the cause. Yes. We'll be playing the cause later, by the way. <laughs> we won't. Don't switch off. Um, <laughs> no, I know they're much loved.
2: Are we the only ones doing the show? Are there other absolute radio people? Yes,
1: in? I think, um... Bush and Ritchie.
2: Are they? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I just want to know who's been the Oh no, sorry, that's a, that's a small shop next to me that make um, <laughs> jams and other preservatives. Um, oh, by the way, um, on the subject of the cause, which we oh, were briefly, yes. I had cause oh. to look up Jim uh, Cor oh, yes. recently. It yeah. was an interesting character. Yes, But not not that. I know he's, a, he's very much a man at the centre of um, conspiracy ideas and things. But it said, you know, when you see something on Wikipedia and you think, I don't believe that, I just don't believe it. Right. It says that a Jim Corp is a keen breeder of budgery goss. Oh. Now that, to me, sounds like one of those things that people right. just put on Wikipedia. Mm. You know, you know Will Mellor's. You remember Will Mellor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Will Mellor was a whole uh, section on his uh, non-league football career, which never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and of course, I my terrible. I've told you about it before when I worked with Faye Tozer of Steps, <laughs> oh, and I said, "So helpful. I understand you're a, a trampoline champion," and she she flew off the handle. <laughs> Um, she said, I'm sick of people asking me that. It's complete rubbish.
2: But I bet you were very understanding with the person who gave you that information <laughs> no. incorrectly in the well,
1: brief. It, it was on, um, it was on <laughs> Wikipedia. And uh, yes, I took it. I took it in uh, full Ellen DeGeneres <laughs>
0: um,
1: <laughs> calmness.
0: <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Sorry, can we just refer quickly to your ongoing wedding dress? Uh, text in mm. your little text in <laughs> Matt Homewood has been in touch via Twitter Morning Matt My wife asked me to clear out the loft and I took a load of suitcases to the tip Unbeknown to me one had my wife's wedding dress in it Needless to say she will never let me forget this Oof. But but That's Matt en route to Cornwall so he but, chucked out the wedding dress
1: But isn't that a typical home for a wedding dress shoved <laughs> in an old suitcase yeah yeah right and there's terrible in the age where we, you know we we, we want to recycle stuff mm.
0: yeah
1: i suppose you can't have you can't have homeless people in wedding dresses walking about no it'd that be that too week. romantic oh, <laughs> no, alluring no wrong no. <laughs> yeah it would be some would be wrong with it anyway <laughs> so, maybe that's, yeah it's a thought though what can you do with them <laughs> <laughs> 8, twelve fifteen, as we say. Face masks. By the way, the last time I was on, because it was a pre-record, I was pointing out that I didn't know whether or not West Bromwich Albion had uh, attained promotion to the Premier League. That job is done. Oh, Bob, oh. can I tell you a little twist in this tale? Sure. When it happened, I watched the match, obviously, it was a sort of a twisted, difficult... Could have mm. gone one way or the other match, and it was at right. the end of it, it was more relief than yes. joy for a, the, for about an hour. But and I'm, I don't want to go into too much, but there was a position when it looked like all was lost the week before, yes. and then Brentford lost to Stoke. Mm. And w- Glamorous watched yeah. Now I
2: watched,
1: yeah. no, I watched <laughs> that game, and when the game was over, and it meant West Brom had a chance, I went into my garden. And ran round the garden three times, not whooping or anything, but just to get rid of the excess mm-hmm. of excitement that I had in me. Right. Now we had we had guests, we had those garden guests that we have nowadays who are in the garden. Oh, yeah. But who I don't know that well. But I, it had to be done, or I would have. I really <laughs> could feel it in my shoulders. Right. Um, so um, I wonder. I mean I've gone slightly texting mad because I'm so excited we're live. How, how do you uh deal with excitement? That's that's what I keep I'd, it clean, like please.
0: Yeah, it's a daytime sure, show, guys.
1: Come on. Yeah, I dunno, we'll have a bit of uh, <laughs> bit of filth I think.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, you know,
1: I think they'll get caught us a bit of slack. We've been off. <laughs> Doing it from our bedroom for a long
0: time, <laughs> you know what you've just. Now we're going to have to read it, but you're not going to read it on the show. Why?
2: We're sifting through this stuff. <laughs> no, duh.
0: Don't send it. Send deluge
1: it. Deluge. We, we have it. a late night show on the new channel. Absolute filth. <laughs> <laughs> send it. Send it to there. No, we don't do any of that. For goodness'
2: sake. Welcome, by the way, to the Premier League. I think it's. I mean, it's hard. It's, a, it's, a it's horrible, it's
1: absolutely horrible. <laughs> it's the strangest victory of all. I, 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 I sent some uh, consolation text to uh, my fellow Absolute presenter, Matt Ford. Oh, yeah. Who's, uh, who Not- Nottingham Forest had a less happy end to the season. Oh. And he said, oh, congratulations. And I said to him, it's it's like winning a lion in a raffle. <laughs> <laughs> You're glad you've won the raffle, but then you think, "Oh no, I've got to deal with this." Yeah. and that's what it's like. So, um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a brutal prize. I think it's fair to say. This time next year, I think we know what the theme will be. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
0: You've had some, uh, hashtag football bants. Oh, no, not bants. You don't want bants? <laughs> now go on. Am I allowed to read the bants? Am I like... read
1: a thing recently that, that suggested that um, I was one of the inventors
0: of you, banter. You invented bants? S- not. <laughs> There was banter on Hadrian's war. I'm oh, pretty sure. <laughs> uh, 306 has said, Frank, to celebrate West Brom's promotion to the Premier League, would it be appropriate to play Straight Back Down by Curiosity Killed the Cat? Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh. I'm, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just reading it out. banger
2: of a song, though.
0: It's a good song, and I think it's all right as banter. It's all right as
2: Can I say, <laughs> I like your uh, gaffer.
1: Oh yes, Slaven. Yeah, it's a bit. Uh, I think he has the sense of uh, an intellectual East European professor type. I thing. think
2: he looks like Dostoevsky. Yeah, and I love oh. that in a manager.
1: Yeah, th- there isn't enough of that, I think. And he's got, um, he's got a sort of a hunched <laughs> demeanor about him. <laughs> I always think he wants a cigarette. Right. Oh, he's, got he's that, gasping. He's for got that look. Maybe a pipe.
2: <laughs> he, yeah. oh, I, can I might see get
1: him, him a pipe? promotion pipe. Get oh, that'd be get nice. one carved. That for would him. be really nice, yeah. Nice Meersham. Pardon? So- me- you know a Meersham, the ones with <laughs> no. the faces on the front. No, I didn't get one of that with his face on. Oh, lovely. Oh, man,
2: Do you know what's going to be so cute? You can watch your team on TV. Because you could- would listen on the CB radios or something before, wouldn't you? <laughs> um
0: during been lockdown I've
1: been on quite been... a lot <laughs> we'll be on the stickers that's the thing <gasps> oh. lovely I mean bars intimated my son is at supports Tottenham Hotspur mm-hmm. um, that's him <laughs> uh, and um, he intimated to me that there was a possibility that if we bought Harry Kane in the close season he might uh, become a West Brom fan.
0: oh that's nice wow yeah so how you I mean, you heard that? it here first. <laughs> if is doing a lot of work in the sentence. <laughs> I, th- I <laughs> think there's a real... Heavy lifting, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: getting a
1: bit of back strain. I think there's a real possibility they'll buy Harry Kane in the close season. OK. But it'll be 11 or 12 years' time. <laughs> 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 That's my theory. i tell you what I... Oh, I'll tell... Oh, no, listen. I'll tell you what I've been uh, doing a bit. I'm playing uh, badminton. Have you? lawn badminton mm, I right. love that and I've never really played badminton before game. yeah I tell you what you know when you're when you're new to something I think you're more appreciative yeah think back mm. <laughs> and um, I, it amazes me that I never hit the feathers that mm. by the time it comes to me I'm always hitting that spongy bit I, I couldn't it's a joy Yes. I always think surely now and again I'll hit the feathers. I've never hit the feathers once.
2: And where are you playing this? In your garden? Lawn.
0: Mainly in my garden, yeah. Oh, when he's lovely. not running around it in celebration. Yeah, he's running exactly. around it playing badders. Well,
2: I'll, I'll <laughs> but, have a game with you. I'm rather good at badminton. I wish I'd played more. Mm.
0: But,
1: I mean, what a uh, deathbed regret, a regret that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, just... Well, and, I wish wish I'd played more badminton. (laughs) (laughs) Gone. People around you. That's it. It's a comedian, comedian, you say. (laughs) A long time ago.
2: (laughs) I always think of it as the sort of um, tennis for the person who prefers to read.
1: I think tennis for scientists. Lovely, Frank. (laughs) Because the shuttlecock, it shouldn't, but it does, and I love that. You know, they always say bees shouldn't fly. Do they? But they do. Yeah, I think aerodynamically they're rubbish bees, apparently. I ah. love the
2: sound of the shuttlecock.
1: I love, love the wood. sound of breaking glass, mm-hmm. especially in the night.
2: Wham were <laughs> big fans of the shuttlecock.
1: Who shouts in the night? Have you ever shouted in the night when you're out in the street?
0: No, that's There's always people by to. my
1: house shouting in the night. <laughs> Who are those people? What sort of thing do they shout? You know, I can't, often can't even tell what they're shouting, you know, it's a, and women as well shout really shouting. And I think, well, why are you doing that? Yeah, do you shout in the night at 12 15?
0: <laughs> Keep it clean, <laughs> Frank Skinner.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. We are live in the studio. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website.
0: Mm. Um, I've got some bad news for you guys. We're at the end of an era. Um, Argos is stopping printing its <laughs> actual catalogue. I get the End feeling of the stuff. that people
1: are genuinely uh, moved by that.
0: Well, I am. I oh. I, I was I, I was keen on it. I used to get it early. I'd get it in hardback before, <laughs> before everybody else would get I it used to buy it. the airport edition, <laughs> which is a
1: half-way house between a hardback and a softback.
2: So it's been cancelled. It didn't do a bad tweet or something. No. <laughs> but... This is because of on for online reasons, presumably.
0: Yeah, I think there's still going to be some in some stores, but mainly I think people are going on their gadgets, aren't they, and not bothering with the actual thing. Where I this sounds like a sort of weird made-up reminiscence, but i remember looking through catalogues as almost like a family hobby People oh yeah just my mum ran a catalogue most of the
1: women in our street i think the moms ran a catalogue club which they sold stuff and they made like you know made about eight bob <laughs> commission every three months 40p <laughs> um yeah, but they would all be... And, like, you know, we used to look at the... Uh... I not know I'm saying. That. I know what you yeah. used to look at. But, uh, yeah, but there was um, Littlewood's Grattans. Mm. Yeah. And they were, like, fat books. Yeah. Sharp, cornered, fat paperback books. I think they've all gone as well. I think they have, yeah. Well, we
2: would order them because um, we didn't get them in our house for some reason. And so my sister and I would order them. And it said you had to be 18, so we would lie... And we got told off when they arrived because I don't know why you had to be 18 mm. for something. Anyway, um, but I can remember getting very excited. My nan, they were very much a nan thing for me. I got so excited by some of the technology, Frank. Oh. The goblin teas made. made. Yeah, but oh. those pages
1: where they put electrical things, oh. for some reason there was less white bits on the, that would cram them. It was like you'd walked into you'd walked into the 21st century accident. It was stuff it was right up to the corners of the pages bits of cable
2: Frank, it was technology without borders mm, if you know what yeah, I mean. That's nice and what I particularly loved was there was the Elizabeth Duke uh, very classy jewellery range yeah. at the front of the book as we called it. Was that it. at the front? Yeah, it was called Elizabeth Duke and then they would always have the I always like the household objects uh, concealing a safe, the plug socket, for example.
1: I remember there was always a, quite a big section on camping. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very popular then, yeah. School poor. bags we'd, or we'd, sport we'd, bags. We hadn't really. got, got a pot, <laughs> but we went camping.
2: Frank, my favourite though. What about the double spread of the lighters? The gold
1: lighters. Oh, I don't remember. I don't think you might be looking at. it. See, I think jewellery much further back. No, no. Okay. So Anyway, this is Argos. Argos. I've never been a big Argos. I have bought from Argos, but i have not. Never been. I don't like the waiting. Yeah. It's the not waiting really. area is very like relatives waiting for news of the mm-hmm. uh, Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that feeling. It. The dogs going to come out and make a terrible announcement. Yeah. But from what I've read this week, people are genuine, a bit like yourself, saying, oh, God, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Mm. Of course, they've now opened themselves completely to uh, Russian cyber pirates by taking it online. Of course. yeah, That'll be... That's silly.
2: And the man... (laughs) I liked that it was called Argos because I thought, oh, this is obviously... Uh, a nice nod to some sort of uh, classical mythology mm. and it was because it was A in the yellow pages Oh,
0: oh I see That's why I went with Alan Cochran so that I would move up to the, uh, <laughs> the roster of comedians I wish now I'd gone <laughs> for Aardvark <laughs> Frank
1: <Ardvark. laughs> um, that would Because Aardvark <laughs> never killed anyone of course uh-huh. Um no, I should have gone for that. Though, yeah. how, how often do you see a sort of registry of stand-up comedians? Not so much. No, that mm. doesn't exist, for mm. goodness sake. It was one... i tell you what I had during this story, and I get, I get this uh, now and again. Oh, hold on, I've I forgot out of the radio show. The producer's given me oh, one she's of... She's got the fence. She does a thing where she holds her clenched fist, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> yeah. between three and five centimetres away from my face. And I know then that it's time to go to uh, music.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Frank, can I briefly thank one of our loyal readers? Please. Uh, I believe his name's Adam Lethbridge, and he sent me a Latin
1: version of Winnie the Pooh. Wow.
2: Winnie il Pooh. I does not sound so that. You much. think it, you
1: want it to be winarium? Yes. <laughs> il, <laughs> pu- il puget or something like that. <laughs> winarium. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh,
2: much How's it coming pointed.
1: on the Latin? Be honest. Oh, me. I can't be. It's hard. It is hard.
0: It's, yeah. it's
2: so hard this
0: Latin business. Is Latin in the past for you now?
2: Well, <laughs> you know what? I still. I, I. Sometimes I'll check in, but it's. I don't know if I've got the brain
1: for it these days. Oh, come off it. Come off it. You haven't got the brain for it. Who has? (laughs) I had um, parent company surprise syndrome, which I get now and again Mm, when I'm reading about companies. That's when I find out who owns... Oh, I see. So when I read Argos, it said... um, And the CEO of Sainsbury's said, and I thought, mind your own business. Yeah. (laughs) What's it
0: got to do with you? back down your end of the picture.
1: (laughs) Yeah, certainly. (laughs) Just keep your nose out of it. And and then it said... um, He said... That we're getting rid of the, the catalogues, it'll help us to flex our range. Yeah. He said, I presume he meant the electrical oh.
0: Good. No, I don't it think Sounds he like did. what, what does it to- mean? I think he means, like, you know, shrink some things if Nudd is buying it and then buy more and sell more of the things people are buying. So, oh, okay. you know, Argos might think, oh, we're not selling so many uh, teas maids. But we're doing a great job on fidget spinners and face masks, so mm. we can easily do that online, can't we? Uh, so, oh, okay. And that was better than a catalogue? I think so. I'm well, guessing. Hang I'm not is I'm Al... a retail captain.
2: Al's of suddenly industry. the expert of the you Argonauts.
0: Are. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. and a-
1: Alan know, of the Argonauts.
2: <laughs> I noticed when uh, you went to, to Al. Because Flex came up and you thought, oh, that's his area. (laughs) Flex.
1: (laughs) No, but I did not know that Sainsbury's owned Argos. And I'm constantly thinking this more and more when I look at, I'm reading somewhere and I think, oh, I never knew. Mm -hmm. And um, what's your most surprising parent company revelation? 8, 12, 15. I discovered, for example, that uh, Nestle. Mm You know Nestle. Yeah. Mm. In my youth, and my childhood were known as Nestles, with a uh, yes, an apostrophe S. Yes. Nestles Milky Bar. It, those was in the days when I was growing up. Children, can I tell you that we didn't um, adopt foreign pronunciations. We anglicised. So there yes. used to be a joke, for example, which wouldn't work anymore.
2: Okay. Which, and it was
1: football results. And oh, it used yes. to be Real Madrid six, Surreal Madrid a fish, oh, <laughs> and that's because we called yeah. them Real Madrid because that's yeah. what it looked. Like. But there was no Real in those days. Yeah. No. But um, anyway, like the old ways have ne- gone. N- right? Nestle, let's call them. Uh, that they eventually they became Nestle. I think they just thought the English people won't get Nestle. Yeah. If we put an accent on the E, mm. they won't buy it. Yeah. Um, they own um, Ralph Lauren. They are done. No, how can that... This is
0: the that Milky is a Bar. Surprise. This is the Milky <laughs> Bar. I'm going to give you that. That is a big surprise. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean... There you go. You're not going to get crossover with Ralph Lauren and the Milky Bar.
0: No,
1: but... They also own polos. Oh. They're Some going. are going on. Something's <laughs> going I mean, no, look at me like that. Something's going on. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Frank
2: Skinner on Absolute
1: Radio. Now, I, I, wonder, I had a slight um, idiotic eureka moment. This week, uh, and it um, it fits in with what we've been talking about. I was on about the fact that Nestle own Ralph Lauren. Yeah.
2: Lauren or Lauren, because it's not a, a original name.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. what would you say?
2: I'd say Ralph. Lauren, okay. only because I think of him as American rather than French. But I'm as going you, with you.
1: <laughs> can I say by the way, that there's, there's a thing that um...
2: implied judgment. Even yeah. I'm saying it's fine. Yeah.
1: There's a thing that Emily. I've heard Emily say a couple of <laughs> times, which always makes me laugh very heartily. Some jokes, it doesn't matter if you. They get better when mm-hmm. you. And it's to do with the fact that the people of Pink Floyd, who all, I think, had quite good educations, wrote a song (laughs) called The War, in which they're all sort of rebellious (laughs) about, um, about, you know, teaching. And what is it that you say?
2: I say, because I think I discovered one of them might have gone to Eton or such like, and I changed or adapted the lyrics to, Hey! Provost,
1: <laughs> leave those kids alone. Which always really affects me. <laughs> that really kills me. Anyway, someone was talking about that um, that song this mm-hmm. week. I was with with my family, and I think it it, it just was on the radio or something. And um, I really wanted Emily. I wanted to quote Emily oh. on it. And I could not remember the word provost. <laughs> oh! I was actually Googling, because Kat was saying, why are you on your phone? I was Googling Eton Staff, <laughs> seeing if I could find um, the thing. You and could I texted me. I kept getting bursa. Oh, oh yeah, you don't want that. No. no it's, it scans, but it's not as good as provost. You're right. Yes. I, I provost thought about, is
2: more uh, re-smog. Which is why it works. Yeah, I
1: thought about texting you, I must admit. But, of course, I'm glad. I, I, I refuse to misquote it, because I knew there is only one way to get it. Good for you. Thank you. And so I just let it pass. And uh, it's... it's. Oh, man, it's given me great pleasure to hear it again. <laughs> anyway, that's not my idiotic Eureka. My, on the subject of being owned by Nestle. Yeah. Nestles. Mm. I'm sticking with Nestles. Um... I found that they own Nespresso. Oh yeah, that I makes should sense. have guessed that. George, good didn't, didn't guess that. I didn't guess that. I didn't oh. guess Nescafe. I mean, that is surprises this. me. I didn't guess Nescafe. You
0: did. I didn't.
1: I oh, oh, did Come on. He didn't. Nesquick and
0: smell the coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh.
1: Nesquick <laughs> is theirs. I didn't guess that.
0: He
1: didn't. Oh. Let oh. it go. Dormer. <laughs> <laughs> they own that. Loch Ness monster. Oh yeah. <laughs> and all. Nests. Wow. <laughs> nests? Yeah, yeah. But that no, is such I, a I lot. should have seen. I'm they're mainly... expanding
0: into nests of tables. <laughs> isn't that, it all.
2: Oh, I think... that's. Can I tell you the table nest? That's peak argonaut. I don't oh, know if
0: they yeah. own that to be cut.
1: <laughs> and now you come to mention, I'm not sure it's table nest. I think it's all um, home, home. Okay. Okay. I think they might own have a percentage of Robin's nest. The seventies, right? <laughs> but no, don't, I don't want anyone thinking that that uh, that nest they own nests of tables. Okay. I think that's. I think that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner.
0: Absolute Radio.
1: Uh, you know I was so glad when you two turned up at the studio this morning. Oh yeah. Not because I didn't want to do the show on my own. Mm. Um, Not only for that reason. (laughs) But being in a closed room with two women in masks is a very Mm. odd, unsettling... Mm, Like you're not used to it. Yeah, there's cameras in here. Cameras, women in (sighs) masks. Any road up... (laughs) <laughs> um, have we had any responses to... My, I've gone a bit crazy today on the uh, oh, text-ins yeah. because I'm, we, haven't, we haven't been able to do it for ages, so... We've got several plates running, haven't we? One of them is... Sorry, can I just... Speaking of things we haven't been able to do for ages, can I remind you that I'm with Emily Dean this morning?
0: Well, she's all you'd ever want She's the kind I'd like to flaunt and take to dinner
1: And also um, Alan Cochrane is here. Ah. <laughs> and I, of course, Frank Skinner.
0: Oh, 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 <laughs> the in the world. Oh, I've
1: had no jingles for 18
0: weeks. Yes, mm. and now we're back. Um, you were uh, you were requesting information on various topics. Uh, one of which is surprise. Um, what was it, surprise company ownership? Your parent. Parent yeah. company, that's yeah. right. Mm. Uh, 017, uh, did you know that the British School of Motoring used to own Spud you like? Promise. <laughs> that-
2: oh, what? shut up. It does not get more <laughs> 70s than that.
0: I mean, I don't know if... That's oh, not real. The, for me, the promise that's at the end right. does give it some extra weight. Yeah. But at the same time, is it... Oh, I no, don't. I do. I like that. You like it? Oh, I That's a day out, so. isn't it? Yeah,
1: it really
2: is. <laughs> oh, for you, maybe.
0: <laughs> that is brilliant. And a slightly more contentious one, possibly, 855. The Vatican Bank is the main shareholder in Pietro Beretta Arms Company, a rather controversial <laughs> investment from Joe in Sheffield. Frank, I'm sorry. Didn't oh, know that. Can
1: I say Pope Francis is trying to clean up the... Uh, the Vatican bank they've been involved in a lot of dodginess have they? yeah it's not good
2: are you some sort of Peter Mandelson figure for them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: yes, they I'll, can speak I, for themselves i have fish and chips and the guacamole oh, very good that Peter Mandelson? <laughs> I think it was yeah. oh, in that case I we think should I'll... say
2: in case people don't know what we refer to <laughs> everyone will
1: will they? well the, the, the what they say is that Peter Mandelson who was a, 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 one of Tony Blair's minister um, with that portfolio yeah He went into a fish and chip shop as a sort of photo shoot and asked for guacamole Mm -hmm. seeing uh, mushy peas. Mm. We've all done it. I like to... (laughs) I would love to think that he thought, I'm a bit of a posh bloke, I'm going to do this gag. Yes. Yeah. for guacamole, but we'll, nev- we'll never know. If
0: you were there, if you're in the chip shop, <laughs> I, text us twelve I owe Michael Portillo an apology because I told my wife that story about Michael Portillo the other day in a mistaken identity moment. So, Oh, well, I
1: whoops. owe him an apology because I realised now I've been calling him Michael Portaloo <laughs> since uh, since the 90s. <laughs>
0: Well, he, I, I saw him
1: on television the other day. Now, he is a man who likes red trousers. <laughs> he loves red trousers. Wow. He yeah. loves them. Well,
2: he was also, Frank, responsible for one of your uh, favourite Bon Mo, when he described the uh, a female journalist to me as the worst person I've ever met, and I've met General Pinochet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he always looks uh, Michael Portillo as if he's got his face pressed against a <laughs> <the> window. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that hasn't uh, formed from uh, years of doing that.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: When he's got that little uh, railway book, oh, come on, come off it, Michael. Doing well though; He's getting more telly than me, to be fair. <laughs> God. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner.
0: Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. And um, well, now, what have we had? I, well. I, um, Thanks galore. Joe from Sheffield, you were discussing um, what have you done with your wedding dress? Mm. Uh, six, seven, eight. Joe from Sheffield has said I sold mine and used the money to buy laminate flooring for our new home.
1: That now isn't that that
0: moment like that. Where, when you get married, where um, marriage become where
1: romance. Hands over the bat onto practicality. Yeah. Yep. Yes. It's beautiful. I mean, could what, what about just having one as a throw and having your wedding d- dress just constantly over the back of the sofa? Yes. <laughs> as a reminder, but you know, but not. It's not being It's not hallowed. Mm-hmm. It's
0: just. Uh, it's just there. And then in years, it's just sort of tattered and frayed, and like a kind of. And mm. I've got a, a country mouse vacuum cleaner cover.
1: A what?
2: <clears throat> well, I've got a combine harvester. Big one. Oh,
1: nice. uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a... A mouse? It's a large... Obviously, it's large because it's, it's over an upright vacuum cleaner and it's a, it's a country oh. mouse um, thing. What? Oh, and, and you put it over the vacuum cleaner and it looks like a figure standing in the... Well, like a tea cosy, but yeah, like a vacuum Like, like a vacuum cleaner Ow. tea cosy. It's one of his lies. No, it really is not. It is lies. I think he's telling not... the
0: truth. It's not. Well, you got firm there. It's not.
2: <laughs> I quite liked it. I um. Uh, is this one of your funny lies? No,
1: okay. it's an absolute true thing. Okay. And we got it from a charity shop. Kath. Um, sounds nice. That's my partner. And it is. A, it's, a, it's a. It's a sort. It looks like a sort of Beatrix Potter figure, but I couldn't identify it. I think it's generic. Generic right. uh, country mouse in bonnet and uh, stuff. And you put it <laughs> over the uh, the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Do I you? Bet. Anyone else with a vacuum cleaner, oh. cover? 8 <laughs> I'm still waiting
2: for the punchline. This is just a genuine thing, think It's an anecdote. You keep referring to the country mouse, like we all know what this is. Well, you know, i well.
1: you know Beatrix Potter.
2: Yes, I know, but yeah. country mouse isn't a thing, Frank. It it's is. It's not like, oh, you look very country mouse. It absolutely <laughs> is.
1: You've got to imagine it in like gingham, a bonnet, and a little apron.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on I think I should read a message that It's almost a civic duty to read this one out 298 My mum gave me her beautiful silk wedding dress I was a 16 year old goth I dyed it black and (laughs) chopped it up And then threw it away I was horrible, (laughs) sorry mum
1: Chopped it up and threw it away Yeah. kind of crazy ritual, is that? And you could have just popped it on the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think ahead, the goths. No. Can I ask well, you a question? death. They talk
0: a lot about Very that. Very far ahead. Yeah. Can
2: I ask you a question, whatever happened to the mustard-coloured home appliance, which was such a big thing back in the day, when you talked about all your talk of vacuum cleaners mm-hmm. and country mouse fantasies, uh, it reminded me the sludge green, yellow Hoover. You just don't get that with appliances anymore. The white, everything has got to be box fresh or and white. transparent,
1: yeah. Yes. Is that? I've never really noticed that. I think we've got grey. Have you? Yeah. You're looking back to the the racing green vacuum cleaner. No. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: <yeah. laughs> okay. <laughs> Go faster stripes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a uh, lawnmower that had like my name on one side in the sunshade, and the other one, no, not really. <laughs> didn't, that is that was a lie. Um, all the uh, the fares has arrived. Um, I, I'm going to try and uh, secure a photo now of um, of that vacuum thing. Okay. I'm gonna I'm going to text my partner. <laughs> Texts galore was what I said earlier, I think. Which I, is the night will, will be the name of a woman in the next. Um, um, James politically correct. James What's Bonfell. this,
2: Frank? I thought Josh Widdicombe won that country mouse vacuum cover on Taskmaster. This is from three zero nine.
1: Oh, did he? What's this? <laughs> I think he might have uh, let me keep it. Oh, did so he? I took it on Taskmaster, did I? Well, now the evidence is mounting up, Emily Dean. Oh. Jacques <laughs> <laughs> he was on it as well Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. you can text <laughs> the show on 812.15 follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website and you can you really can uh, text us because we are live in the studio today and um that makes me very happy. And for anyone who's just joining us, this is for you. Good morning, Tokyo. <laughs> Good morning, Tokyo. It's a lovely, the warmth. Happy the, the warmth, the you. Happy to be seeing you. <sighs> Frank. I can smell the wasabi.
2: <laughs> You've... Uh... You've opened the floodgates a bit with talk of your country mouse, close quotes, oh, yeah. Hoover cover. And I'd like to offer you in a, a formal apology for doubting oh, you. Oh, this is good to hear. <laughs> Don't get used to it. <laughs> 611. My mum had a pig Hoover cover. It's Ooh. not It's not a lie.
0: Upright pig.
2: How dare you. <laughs> 719. My mum has a country doll cover for her Hoover. She is 80, though. That's Bob in... Sorry, uh,
0: <laughs> Bob. <Ben's. laughs> Bob. I think that's a zing, isn't it? She is 80, though. Yeah, well, i Well, I think, you know, you've got to...
1: Uh, I love history. That's good. Mm. I don't know where the country mouse vacuum cover fits in that, but, you yeah, know, we're not going to be touching about it.
0: Yeah. No. Out else. <laughs> um, well, Ian Angle has texted a joke. Ian Angle. I thought a very rich shake owned Nesquick. Oh, that's good. And adds a welcome back. That's a good job. And we've had an explanation on the business thing 455 re Argos. You know, I love a text that begins re. Re Argos, flex the range means that they can stop selling non performing items and add new ones. If they had a printed catalogue, they would have to update the content and reprint. By doing online only, they just update the website. There's no need to update. If people aren't buying it, it doesn't matter if it's still in there, does it? Well,
1: exactly.
0: Next! (laughs) Oh, (laughs) this is what George Rinder's life must be like. Uh, You should be on Dragon's Den with that kind of clear business thinking. Uh, Ah, Dragon's Den. (laughs) (laughs) Would you ever go on? I'm going to
1: offer you eight quid for 90% of your business. (laughs) It's easy, isn't it? But but I can't leave, I can't leave like this! Um, (laughs) there's a little extract from uh, Dragon's Den a little trailer
2: (laughs) Do you watch Dragon's Den?
1: I watched um, a best of recently, I hadn't watched it for a while and I I got the whole What's your favourite drag? Um, I like um, I like that the no, I don't know all the names. Theo No. Oh, oh, he's gone ages liked... ago, hasn't he? No, no, he was on the best. Is he still on? I like the tall, the tall guy. Oh, Peter. Yeah. Oh, oh he's yeah. very you. No, well, he told me that when Peter... he was. Um...
2: Oh, I went to the producer she to do... ask, she and mean... she's masked. She's a masked oh. figure, so yeah. she can't help us. No, and I like I like Bannentine. Peter Jones.
1: Yeah, I like Ballantyne, Really? Yeah. I yeah. Know. He used, wow. to live, he, he used to day. live in my flat. Remember, still... I saw him measure, get measured up from, for a suit from my <laughs> like window. That.
2: You sound like your Mickey Flanagan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, what, I don't if Duncan Bannon... I think Duncan Bannon... I, um, I once introduced him as my favourite billionaire.
2: Does he still have the Danny Zuko quiff, time.
1: I think he's a billionaire, he's, yes. I don't, really? I don't believe in that. And he started off... That's the spirit. I he started like. off with an ice cream van. Did he? Hmm.
0: about wow. that? Wow. I say, what about that?
2: Mine is always... I, I love Meaden. I really like Meaden. Solid, you know where you stand. And she's firm but fair.
1: Well, mm. I did a show with her once, and at the end I said, did you enjoy it? She said, I was awful. Oh. <laughs> and I, I felt... I so felt crit- critical. Yeah, I felt bad about
2: it. Was she?
1: No. Next. <laughs> um, no, it's it's still a it's still a good show.
2: Frank, I don't know if we've got time for these. I
1: don't think I don't think we have because the fares has arrived. Okay. Um, it's it's what we've been doing while we've been recording remotely. I should say we've we've had to use sort of stopwatches so mm-hmm. that we haven't gone over time. Um, and now we're back in the more laissez-faire attitude. I don't know what laissez-faire means, but it sounds yeah, right you're about right. I hear. Now yeah. we're now we're back in that. Yeah. We're we're getting a bit cash, but um, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna leave you for a second. Now we'll be back with uh, with uh, all sorts of juiciness. on
0: Absolute Radio.
2: Can I? just uh, delve back into some correspondence from our readers delve away thank you so much which came it's actually in response to last week's show various things came up we had some things in circulation we had clint eastwood facts which we'll get to momentarily <laughs> Oh you yeah. also S- sorry.
1: Had... <laughs> i'm still laughing at hey provost it's
0: <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving you <laughs> is, isn't it fantastic. delighted
2: it's gone so well it's
0: really fantastic
2: um <laughs> we also you also were talking about in at the deep end experiences do you want to give an example frank from your own life
1: well i think the best one was from owl's life his first yes. ever airplane uh trip was to australia yeah
2: i that's think a one of our readers imran um Belim, can beat you on that I thought I'd share my In at the Deep End experience with you. Uh, This is Imran's first flight. My father's family were based in Pakistan after the partition. In 1984, my dad wanted to take us to meet his family. We were excited to be going on the plane for the first time. We had a stopover in Kuwait where we briefly met our uncle. When we boarded the plane, around an hour in, the plane was taken over by some Lebanese hijackers. They were shooting on the plane and forced the plane to land in Tehran, Iran. We spent three to four days hostage on the runway before women and children were negotiated off in exchange for fuel and passage to Lebanon. The men stayed on for a further few days until eventually Iranian authorities stormed the plane and freed the remaining hostages. To top things off, when we got back to England, the pipes had burst and the house was flooded. That's Imran.
1: Oh, that's good stuff. I mm. hope he got some of those little bags of pretzels. <laughs> at
0: least
1: that is, not. has he ever flown again? I suppose he must have flown. <laughs> out. That is, oh, I mean, uh, isn't that like? Do you remember that uh, the world according to Garp? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think by John Irving was it? Mm. And there's a bit I've, I haven't read the book, but I've seen the movie with uh, Robin Williams. And there's a bit where he's buying a house, and a small plane crashes into the roof just as he's about to take the lease from the guy. And the guy says, oh, I guess you don't want it now. He said, no, I want it even more now because what's the chances of that happening twice? (laughs) And maybe that's how Imran says, no, no flight will be worse than that. Yeah.
2: But Imran, you know what, I'm so... I'm sort of... Obviously, I'm... I Appreciate this must have been fellow traumatic so but I am quite jealous <laughs> yeah. that when people say, oh, "What was the first flight you ever got?" Come on, pulling uh, that out uh, the bag, yeah, Imran.
1: What he, what he wants to hope is that there's some charity book called "The First My First Flight," <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be able to blow away all opposition. Very good. I don't know if that will happen or if Imran will get the call. If it did, but you know, <laughs> I'm happy to put a word in for him. Oh, I, l- I like to give people a leg up early on.
2: Meanwhile, okay. over in Clint Eastwood
1: Facts Corner... Oh, yes, like- last week I was talking about your favourite Clint Eastwood Facts. Oh, yeah. E.G. Mm. sacked for having a too big Adam's apple
0: <laughs> from a film. <laughs> and didn't you also say he was allergic to horses? Allergic to horses. I thought that was like a big moat thing that everyone knew. I did not know that. <clears throat> I found that very interesting. Mm.
2: Well, we've had quite a few out... Haven't we of the uh, the facts in?
1: F-
0: Fire away.
2: We've had uh, Ali Nadim. The only one I can remember is that he can actually shoot a gun without blinking.
0: Wow, he can shoot a gun without what blinking? Is I that think b- most people blink, don't they? Oh, do they? I think so. Yeah, I've never shot a gun. Yet, but I'd like the I'd like a go at it.
2: Thanks for Just trying us. Just to check
0: to see if I blink or not. Is it a bit like eating a donut but without licking your lips?
1: Mm. Um,
0: yeah, oh,
1: yeah, maybe it is. Or describing a uh, spiral staircase without doing that, without demonstrating it with oh, your hands. Oh, really? People... That's another another biggie. Um, and we're moving. I'm. I'm. I'm I... We're we'll getting in trouble. I'm, we need to go to a break. I'm going to make it a cliff. A, a yeah. clean <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I love it. Yeah, I felt uneasy halfway through. It felt like somebody you might see stuck to a sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We were. You were in the middle of something. I, I interrupted you, and now we probably don't remember what it was. Oh, don't worry about that. Clint
2: Eastwood facts. Oh, yes. As many of my ex partners will tell you, I never forget a thing. (laughs) Clint Eastwood facts for you from our readers Paul Stewart Mordew. He survived a plane crash in 1951 and swam three miles to shore.
0: Wow. That's great. That is re what a guy. I mean, I liked him anyway, but now I like I him I wonder a bit if he's more.
1: allergic to seahorses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That's... What a guy. Oh, right, calm down. <laughs> Do you want uh, another fact? Did I tell you when I was on a, a plane once with um, Mark Foster, the Olympic swimmer? Oh, yeah. And when they did the uh, safety... Thing at the beginning, he was just reading a magazine, looking slightly affronted (laughs) (laughs) that he just wouldn't. I'll just swim off and save everyone. Oh, another more. Can I just say
2: from now on, unless your plane anecdote ends with were negotiated off in exchange for fuel and passage to Lebanon, I don't want to know. I
1: don't know. What about if uh, Clint Eastwood um, contributes to my first flight? Oh, come on! But we don't know it was his first flight, of course.
2: Okay, do you want another fact?
1: Oh, yes. Clint, 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 Clint,
2: Clint. Careful with that. Uh, (laughs) David Cronenberg's wife on Twitter. Uh, I don't think that's real, but, you know. That's a handle. Yeah. Clint Eastwood was taught by Anton Chekhov's nephew.
1: What a life
2: he's had.
0: (laughs) Taught what, though?
2: Acting. Oh, acting. I'm assuming this would have been Stanislavski (laughs) school-related yeah Do you I see? Yeah, yeah. Maybe wrong, but that's my assumption.
1: Yeah. What a guy is. Yeah. You know, another shock I had about him, he's
0: a vegan. He's not. He's, he is. He a, is. He's a vegan. Well, we've had a text in saying that meatloaf is vegetarian. <laughs> that's meatloaf, just the, wrong. You know, meatloaf. Do you want you a final? A true, Do you want a you'll final You'll be treat? telling
1: me next at the popular rock star, not cutlet, it's a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> N- that's N U double T. If you if you yeah. want to get the album,
2: do you want another Clint? <laughs> Give me another Clint. Gavin Phelan, when <laughs> directing, he never uses the word action or cut. He prefers go ahead and that's enough of that. <laughs>
1: Does he actually do this, the the line from the old bazaar in Cairo, where he goes, "Oompa, oompa"? That's enough of that. In the old... Yes. Well, I a friend of mine was directed by um, Clint Eastwood, and he said at the beginning of that, and it was a proper big, you know, cast. Um, like James Woods was in it and stuff. Oh, yeah. hmm. And Clint Eastwood said, uh, "There's a uh, golf tournament." <laughs> And uh, I'd really like <laughs> to be in it, so second takes, let's make that the exception. <laughs> and um, and that they hardly did a sec. There was one when James Wood said, "I really want to do he said, "No, I, I can save that." And he said, <laughs> "No, no, I really w- I really want to do it again." No, no." <laughs> <laughs> well. And he made the tournament played.
2: Interestingly so. enough, one of the other <coughs> facts, which I, I don't have to hand now, but that's OK, I can, I can improvise, uh, it was suggesting that he was famous for that, was uh, sort of doing everything in one take and always bringing films in under budget and on time. Mm.
0: God, Top man. mad <laughs> 90 as well. You love Clint Eastwood today. I, I love Clint Eastwood <laughs> for a long
1: time. Yes, yeah, true. There was a time when the only films I used to go and see was Clint Eastwood. But um, really, in, in, more I mean, being in them. I'm talking about westerns mainly, yeah. But also any, any violent, I can see... any violent film. Can I you tell mean? you
2: what I can imagine? I can imagine you in a sort of denim, quite tight denim jacket and matching jeans, waiting outside a Birmingham cinema for the orangutan one.
1: Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> or can... seen Misty for me again. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there was a lot of that. What a great. Great facts. (laughs) I can't imagine many film stars who could dish up facts like these. (laughs) Who should we try next week? (laughs)
0: Um, we've got some breaking news about Elton John's electricity bill. From is Elton John a friend of the show? Do you think? I don't
2: know. I don't oh, think... I think it is. Well, come on, Frank. Player. I
0: mean, there's no sort of official friend of the show criteria, but I don't think he's actually despotic enough to to fit your. <laughs> I, I see him as the the co- the cold, distant, often doesn't
1: speak to you at all neighbour of the show.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. Well, it's, uh, it's come to light this week that he has extraordinarily high electricity bills in a, um, in a news article that I thought was very wittily headlined, Socket Man. Yeah, very good. I was really pleased by that. But you know, whenever there's any
1: singer um, or musician in any news story, they just go to discography and just see if any of the songs work as upon.
0: Well,
2: yes. that's the
0: formula, guys, um, if you want to do this at home. On this occasion, they they hit a bullseye with Socket Man for me. Um, It's some story about, um, who is it, Switch or someone like that? You You Switch. No, You Switch. Um, Yeah, it is (laughs) You Switch. If he'd had
1: his his electricity cut off, it would have been Candle in the Wind.
0: Oh, that's good. Well, I'll tell you what, Frank.
2: No wonder he doesn't want to let the sun go down on him with those prices. (laughs) Thank you very much.
0: £49,000, his uh, electricity and gas bill is, according to this. I don't know how they could know. Um, do you think he's a lot, doesn't a, it? Has he got the insulation, do you think? <laughs> is he one of those? <laughs> he doesn't seem like a loft insulation if, kind of guy If gardener. I was Elton John, I'd live
1: in a house with a thatched roof uh-huh. and two very big upstairs windows, so it looked <laughs> like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wouldn't need directions.
1: You just take down the road. You'll see me looking over the top of the privy. I'll be in
0: I'll be in that house. <laughs> Interesting uh, bit in the article, uh, the expert uh, from USwitch says Sir Elton could potentially save a staggering £13,744 a year if he moved from a standard variable tariff to one of the best fixed deals currently God on the market. Say, this is
2: Sir Elton John.
0: Imagine putting that to Sir Elton John. <laughs> I don't think he's that kind of guy. No, It's just a hunch. He's but not going to be doing these admin things.
2: Kind of he's not going to say, tell Barbara no. Streisand to hold the line. I'm paying my residence
1: permit. <laughs> I, uh It's the rocket man. Yeah, it's not going to... Oh, David, my winter fuel (laughs) allowance has arrived. Have you got my freedom pass, David? I, um. I would have thought that he could power his home with the static electricity from his shell suit collection. Good
0: point. It's Time we harness the shell suit. Yeah,
1: all he's got to do if, if he had them like on a on a um, on a big rail that that went round and round, so there was some slight movement against each other. Yeah, oh, I'd be fantastic. It'd be like one of those Van de Graaff generators. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man.
2: Did you know they had a list of the other expensive... I mean, I felt a bit sorry for these celebrities having their utility bills revealed.
0: Oh, yes. How do you like Very invasive it? press. Not, it's not, it. not that
1: <laughs> private thing, is
2: it? Well, how much is yours?
1: I don't know. i have to ask my I'll personal see. assistant. <laughs>
2: well, are you going to ask David, your partner, David Furnish?
1: <laughs> how did Elton actually use up all that electricity? Although I seem to remember when I went to his place in Nice seem to remember him and David Furnish play a lot of air hockey.
0: Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah.
1: And also, my guess would be Elton is not the sort of bloke that switches his water features off when he goes to bed. No. I bet they're on all night. It's that kind of excess. But what about the planet, Elton? Mm. Oh dear. Never, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner.
0: The uh, the article that we were discussing a moment ago about um, celebrities' electricity bills. Obviously, yeah. top of the leaderboard <laughs> is the Queen, with um, one point one million to power wow. Buckingham Palace.
1: Of course, since she's had to introduce that um, surveillance and tagging
0: system, I think mm. it's that plus also they light it up at night, don't they? Which uh, yeah, that's going to double. I mean, your, if you
1: went past Buckingham Palace and yeah. it wasn't lit up at night,
0: yeah, you'd feel let down. Uh, there's an interesting bit in it though it says singer Robbie Williams 10 bedroom home in Holland Park London has the next biggest celebrity bill costing an estimated £33,133 in gas and electricity Mm. adding to his power costs are a gym home cinema 22 bathrooms and a swimming pool now is it just me that finds it weird that he's got a 10-bedroom house that has 22 bathrooms in it? That's... That is a bit... a like oh, The yeah. bathroom-to-bedroom ratio is all over the... What, are they all en suite? Plus, he's got another 10 bathrooms. He's also got... He's got that... Um, has he got massive, the norovirus? He's, got, Do you a, think that's it? he's, he's got a massive... He needs to run to the toilet. Well, let him
2: finish this bit, because sure. he's worrying me hanging on massive. <laughs>
0: he's got
1: a massive neon um, hand making an obscene <laughs> gesture towards Jimmy Page's house. <laughs> and I think that's lit all night. Have they still got beef? Oh, I, yeah. I heard that there'd been some... semi yes. s- See my, see my piece between them. I think it
2: was because oh, yeah. I read that they'd resolved it on the proviso that the basement extension, Williams's basement extension, was made, but I think that he had to use it was like handheld tools.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. No. Well, that's, that's partly <laughs> I mean, because his electricity bill. So I don't <laughs> think that's to do with Jimmy Page.
2: Guess what, guys? That's Simone Cowell.
0: Oh, yeah. Was oh yeah, number
2: eight on the fuel bills, fifteen k. Mm. I mean, that'll be the uh, the smoke alarms. That's a on. that's a
1: walk in the park compared <laughs> to uh, yeah. Elton John. Yeah. I've got a tip for the Queen. Yeah. What about if she painted Buckingham Palace
0: in luminous paint? Oh yeah, wouldn't that save for Just a load have of it glow in the dark and then turn all those lights off? At yeah, nice. it's a
2: bit tacky, Frank.
0: Another tip: she could cover the whole thing in um uh, uh what are they called fairy the s- lights. No, the sun. Um, <laughs> Very Solar light. panels. Solar panels, that's yeah. it. The sun things.
1: <laughs> I'm really glad I was here for your first senior moment. <laughs> oh, I don't think
0: it is, to be honest. It might be my first on-air one.
2: <laughs> oh, I don't like Frank suggesting Buckingham Palace gets covered in fairy lights like some internet blogger, like some YouTuber. Hey, guys. Anna. Well, wait, we, I'm
1: going to tell you now, we've got rid of the gas. Have oh, you? Yeah. Because my my part yeah, I was going to say,
2: Alan and I are grateful.
1: She bought a <laughs> uh, <laughs> she bought a pollution monitor, oh, yeah. and she'd take it into the street and stuff and check it out. But when we cooked anything on the on the gas cooker, mm-hmm. it went absolutely it went purple. Oh, so that's, um, that's mm-hmm. the end of that. It's difficult for me because, as you know, I I I have a lot of um, I catch my own butterflies and mount them. and that gas was an essential part of the process. (laughs) But, you know, I find they do die eventually. (laughs) Anyway, look, it's been really lovely to be back live in the studio and thank you for all your contributions this morning. They are, as ever, enriching in the extreme. And um, just thank you so much for listening to us. And you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise... We'll be back again this time next week. Now get out!